All right, time for us to have a little chat with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. And before we talk politics, Vaughn, I have a very important question for you. Yeah, sure. Let's have it. First of all, I love the sound of apprehension in your voice. Fabulous. (laughs) What is... You're going to spring something on me, aren't you? (laughs) No, we were talking about this on the show this morning. What is Vaughn Palmer's karaoke song of choice? (laughs) Me and karaoke? Yes, yes. You want to clear a room quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Just let people know that I'm going to sing. What would be? Uh, they will if be you running did. for the hills, plugging their ears <laughs> and uh, grabbing for the smelling salts. I think I think that is the whole point of karaoke: is, is that you're drunk enough that you're going to sing when normally you absolutely would not. So, what would be? Well, Bob I've, Palmer's... Been, I've managed to embarrass myself in many, many, many ways over the years, Simi, but I can't recall ever falling into the trap of Hmm. karaoke. So uh, I've led a very, very sheltered life over here in Victoria. And uh, no, I I really, really can't rise to the occasion on that one. I can think of an awful lot of favorite songs, uh, but I wouldn't... But you sing in the shower. Them. Maybe I, I, what do you I'll tell sing? you what. what. How about if I take something by the Ventures, which were entirely an instrumental band, and I'll just <laughs> stand there humming? That would be my choice. Okay, you know what? I'm going to be in Victoria in a couple of weeks, and I think I might be able to rectify this situation. I think we. <laughs> I'm going to have to find some place. I'll be out of town, Simi. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks for letting me know. I didn't even tell you what the date was, but that's <laughs> fine, Vaughn. That's fine. Uh, let's talk about some politics this morning. Two Premier John Horgan making a return to the legislature and clearly had something to say. Yeah, he went Elton John on us yesterday. I'm still standing, says Horgan, dealing with the suspicion that since he announced he was retiring, he's been kind of checking out and leaving the government to run on autopilot till the next premier takes over. That's not the situation, said Horgan. As I say, on the defense of yesterday, he says that when he announced back at the end of June that he was retiring as premier when the party picked a new leader, he says he told his cabinet that he intended to go on governing, go on being premier, go on being active, working on the NDP government files and promises, and that's what he's been doing. So he said, look, uh, I'm still here, I'm still standing, and I'm still premier. And he says he's not, the government is not holding off stuff, not even spending plans for the next premier. They're going full speed ahead. Okay. And not only that, he's uh, leaving, right? Going on a little trip to visit some American counterparts. Yeah, the uh, British Columbia has been working actually before Horgan became premier, so some time with. Um, climate action, environmental, transportation strategies with the other West Coast uh, U.S. governors. So Horgan is on his way to the latest summit. This one is in San Francisco, and it is with the governor of California, the governor of Oregon, and the governor of Washington. So, uh, you know, he says that, well, I mean, first of all, we've got politicians traveling again, which has not been the case for a while. Um, he said he expects there will be some sort of accord signed. Uh, Horgan was heading out last night, so I assume uh, the accord will be announced today or tomorrow. It'll be, as Horgan says, I'm still working to move the ball down the field. And so this will be another example of that. Okay, so that's the thing. There's still this is what we've talked about though for uh, yep. you know a week or so now is that there's a lot of questions that clearly he yep. felt he had to come out because there were a lot of questions about what the heck is going on and who's running things. Yeah, so he he was, they did a media avail yesterday. 
um, in the in the legislature press theater. I was in that place for the first time in about two and a half years, uh, well attended by members of the press gallery, and a lot of questions, and the premier did take a lot of questions. A lot of those questions, Simi, dealt with what you just said. It dealt with the government's troubles on a bunch of issues, uh, health care, affordability, and especially the crime uh, problem, uh, the one that was well documented in that report that the government put out Saturday morning. So Horgan, very defensive on this. He says, uh, he stands by his ministers on this, says the government is dealing with the problem. It has recommendations. It's working on them. Complicated problem. Needs a lot of work to solve. Got asked point blank about the B.C. liberal um, accusation that the government is running catch and release program for repeat offenders. Horgan said, that's typical of the B.C. Liberals. That's a bumper sticker. We're working on solving problems. They're coming up with slogans. And I know that you've often referred to Mike Farnworth as the janitor. Yes. And clearly that was on display yesterday. (laughs) So, yes, uh, the New Democrats were not all that happy with how the Attorney General Murray Rankin, who took over when E.B. stepped down to run for the NDP leadership, New Democrats were not all that happy with the way Rankin handled the first day of questions on the catch and release theme. Uh, He actually had the temerity to agree that the opposition had made a couple of points and concede the point of the opposition. That is not the government style. And you could tell that they weren't all that happy with um, with Rankin as a defense lawyer, because when the liberals went back at it in question period on Wednesday afternoon, Rankin gave the first answer, again, agreed with the opposition on the point, and then the next answer came from Mike Farnworth. Uh, Farnworth is uh, a veteran of BC politics way back to uh, 30 years ago when the NDP first came into government. And he is of the view that the government never concedes anything. So he went back at the uh, liberals with a partisan attack. Uh, He's government house leader. He's solicitor general. And doing the finger pointing thing. So Simi, uh, he said, you know, again, trying to persuade everybody that this problem of chronic offenders and random attacks in the street happened because 10 years ago, the B.C. liberals canceled a $120,000 a year pilot program for dealing with repeat offenders. That's why we have this problem today. It's got nothing to do with the government's handling of the file in the five years and counting that they've been premier. Makes the uh, government backbench very, very happy. Lots of pounding of desks from new Democrats. and, And that's part of the theater of the legislature. But really, the fact that Farnworth felt he had to get to his feet and intervene tells you that the New Democrats are concerned that the Liberals have actually managed to put Rankin on the defensive and that Rankin, uh, whatever else his qualifications to be attorney general, is not the world's most effective defense attorney, I would say. Right. This is what I found so fascinating about watching that unfold yesterday is that clearly that they had it, it, how political, you know, how that arena really works was yeah. evident because yeah, one, you, of, one right? of my colleagues who I will spare you his name, you might be able to guess who it was, said that Rankin's performance reminded him of Hamilton Berger, who was the lawyer that always lost to Perry Mason in the old <laughs> TV show. So, 
<laughs> oh, that's terrible. It's a, it's a dated cultural reference, but I get look it. it up, folks. It, it worked. It did. And that's a disappointing. I think, you know, I'm sure a disappointment as well, because one of the things is that they had brought in people like Nathan Cullen, Murray Rankin, who were supposed to be so experienced at the federal level. But when it has come time to really get in the trenches on an issue like this, they are not the names and faces that they've been able to turn to. No. And, you know, Rankin, uh, the liberals caught Rankin again yesterday. So Rankin is on his way to Ottawa with this report that came out on Saturday. And he's taking it to see his federal counterpart, Lamadi, the justice minister, to raise all these concerns about how federal changes in bail legislation have made it much harder to uh, put repeat, to keep uh, repeat offenders in custody, right? So he's going to go down there and talk about that. Well, the liberals went and looked at Rankin's record when he was an NDP member of parliament, and they pointed out that Rankin not only voted for those changes in bail law, he supported them. He came out and said, this is a good thing. So now that he's a provincial cabinet minister, he's going down to Ottawa to beg the federal government to change it. But his own position on record is that the federal government did the right thing. Okay. Also, what's interesting about that, it shows you that we don't often have, you know, a situation where people go from federal politics to provincial politics, where you have such examples like this. No. And, you know, the federal NDP and the provincial NDP are all one political party. If you belong to one, you belong to the other. They're not separate the way the liberals are with the federal liberals. Uh, They are one party. But... Uh, The federal party and the provincial government don't always see eye to eye on everything. And, you know, when when the federal party's in opposition and the provincial party's in opposition, they get along just fine. But when we get to governing, uh, you know, the federal party is helping uh, Trudeau remain in government right now. But the federal party has not insisted that uh, Trudeau put more money into uh, general health care funding even though that's the number one thing that John Horgan keeps asking for. So, you know, you're right. doesn't very often happen that mm-hmm. once in a while, federal MPs and new Democrats, there's, there's three of them in the House at the moment, three former federal NDP members of parliament who are in the provincial government, and two of them are at the cabinet table. So it, it does happen once in a while, but yes, uh, your record federally can come back to bite you when you actually find yourself having to implement policies at the provincial level. Clearly, and also BC politics, a bit of a different animal too. Uh, Vaughn, thank you. Bye-bye, Simi.